Hey everyone, hope you guys are having a good start to the planting season. Holy smokes, is it dry out there. I don't know who needs to hear this, but plant to moisture. It's been a little while since I have been out with a podcast and I think I'm going to change things up a little bit over the next few months just to suit my schedule a little bit better and still be able to put out some content for you guys. So I really love the interview style podcast. I love talking to other people and getting to learn from them and bringing them to you so that you get to hear from these different people. But I think what I'm going to do is throw in a few shorter episodes, maybe 10, 15 minutes each, just talking about some things that are on my mind or what I'm seeing out in the fields and Hopefully it may provide a little bit of value to you, and if not, that's totally okay. There's all kinds of uh, other podcasts out there to listen to as well. So, my thoughts this morning. We are getting into full swing of the spraying season, and uh, this week we're pretty well wrapped up actually with scouting wheat. A lot of the wheat is going to get sprayed this week, and so now we are on to burn downs. And depending on where you are in the countryside, one thing that I saw a lot last year, uh, struggled with a little bit on the control actually because it was so cold, um, and I'm seeing a lot again this year is volunteer wheat in the corn ground. And in a lot of situations, what has happened is, you know, we harvest our wheat in August we let it regrow a little bit and then we do a good burn down you know round up in 24d or something like that but then later into the season we get some more wheat you know that hadn't germinated by the time we did that burn down in the summer so we get some more that comes up later in the season and quite often guys will just go out and you know either work that in the fall or work it in the spring without trying to spray it off. And the thing with volunteer wheat is that, you know, when it's small, it's pretty easy to kill, but then it can get kind of aggressive and it puts out a lot of tillers. So the later that we leave it, it's almost like a a cereal rye in a way where it can be a little bit tougher to control later on. And uh, especially last year, I saw it die a very, very slow death, um, which is not what we want when we are gonna be planting corn. So best ways to tackle that in the spring are to get out there early if you're if you're going out and it's cold um, you know you're gonna up that rate of glyphosate one thing um, that we do that we have found some uh, success with is adding some ammonium sulfate in with that glyphosate product just to get a little bit better control but you definitely want to be spraying that off if there's a significant amount before you do any tillage because um, you know you're just going to be transplanting that and you're going to have a tougher time controlling it later on so i guess going back to management in the fall and this is something that there's so many ways to do it but uh just looking at how we can better take care of that volunteer wheat and one thing that um <laughs> kind of sounds crazy but you know the really the best way if you have got some fields where you have a lot of say annual broadleaf pressure and you have a lot of weeds there right after the wheat is harvested that you don't want to let go to seed 
I've seen guys go in and do a burn down, say end of August, and then come back in and just, you know, just a light burn down, like a liter roundup, and then come back in with something a little more potent uh, towards the middle of October that is going to help tackle any perennials that are out there, like your dandelions, but also take care of any volunteer weed that has come up later in the season. And that's the that's definitely the best way to guarantee a clean field come spring. I recognize that, you know, it's definitely more expensive having the sprayer go out there twice. If you're in a situation where you don't have a lot of annuals, and, you know, there are a lot of growers that have done a really good job of helping to reduce that weed seed bank. So if you don't have a lot of annuals, leaving that burn down, you know, as long as you can into the season, like I said, middle of October is a really good way just to ensure that we get all of that volunteer weed. Um, another really popular scenario is if you have a cover crop in the mix and again, a couple of different ways to do it. So some guys will go out and they will do a burn down before they seed their oat cover crop or whatever they're putting in. Um, and then hopefully, you know, the oats or that other species gets competitive enough against the volunteer wheat that's coming. But it doesn't always, and I do find um, definitely you get to fields where that was the program, but come spring, there is still volunteer wheat that has come and just in patches. So then, you know, you're going out just to try and spray different areas of the field and in the spring you know how things go it's busy so sometimes that doesn't get done but then you've got different clumps of volunteer weed across the field that you have to end up planting through and that just it kind of sucks so um you know another way to manage that would be just to let the volunteer wheat come you know put your oats down whether you're drilling it in or broadcasting and doing some tillage let the volunteer wheat come and then just do that burn down a little bit later in the season. So just a, a couple ways to try and manage that volunteer wheat. Another thing in terms of burn downs when we get into soybean ground, there's been definitely a big trend uh, going towards vertical till machines. So, you know, your landals, your lumpkins, all those kinds of things. And I think that they're great tools, but in terms of weed control, we almost have to treat those fields like a no-till system because when we're going in with one pass or maybe two passes of one of those tools in the spring, quite often we're not actually killing the weeds that are there. And so I find that, you know, especially if it's a one pass system in the spring, we have to almost get out there prior to vertical tilling and see what we're dealing with for weeds just to make sure that we can get an appropriate burn down on. So the two biggies in the spring would be dandelions and fleabane that I do really like to see burnt down before we go out there with a vertical till tool. So something to be cognizant about, um, you know, the field conditions are really great right now. And, um, you know, if one guy is playing corn, maybe somebody else can go take care of those burn downs and, you know, wait a few days and then get out there and start working that bean ground. So just a couple of my own thoughts this morning on weed control. Like I said, this is very different from the podcast that I have 
done in the past, but I hope that they will still bring a little bit of value to people. If you like them, let me know. If you don't, let me know. Happy planting season, everybody.